Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to Footballer Season 2, Episode 19. This week I am joined by the resident professional FIFA coach, Steve Stokes, resident market expert, Right Foot, the pioneer of foot podcast, Matt Lamborn makes his return, and last but not least, we have a very special guest for everyone this week, the biggest and most respected foot trader in the game. Foot Donk joins us to discuss the latest versus fire versus ice promo, but more importantly, we're going to dig into the very hot topic of these leaks. We're going to discuss how they're obtained and who's behind these leaks, giving out this information. We'll also answer your questions that you submitted into the Discord. If you're listening to this for the first time, welcome. We're happy to have you. If you're not in the Discord, you can join by clicking the link in the show notes. It's completely free. If you want to stay up to date on the latest foot versus fire versus ice promo, be sure to visit our friends at fifauteam.com to get the latest. Let's get into the show. We've got a very special guest with us today, Foot Donk. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm very pleased to be on and I'm, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Yeah, we're happy to have you with us this week. It's a uh, Seems like a really hot topic in the community these days with a lot of leaks going around, some correct, mostly not correct, but uh, <laughs> you seem to be batting 100 on these latest ones, sir. So uh, keep up that good work. Paul, thanks for joining us this week. How are you? I am very good. I've had a good week. Busy week at work, but it's good to head into the weekend. Good deal. Matt, welcome back. Man, you were sick last week. Glad to have you back. How are you doing? I'm doing much better now, yeah. Um, you've done without my dulcet terms for the last two, three weeks, but I'm fighting fit and raring to go, and as I'm sure you'll be very pleased to hear. Well, you don't look any better, so I don't know what that. Anyway, Steve, <laughs> how are you? I'm fine. I want to throw it back to Matt and ask him how his uh, satellite dish and fence are. Oh, they're both out of commission. Uh, I can't get anyone out to fix the dish until the 20th of December. So no live football for me for a couple of weeks, apart from the stuff that streams on, on BT. Uh, and the fence is low priority as far as I'm concerned, so who gives a shit? But yeah, kids the side dish is an absolute pain in the arse. Yeah, at least you don't have those kids living next door anymore, screaming they'd run through your fence and get in your yard again. That was a pain in my ass for heads, by the way. I think for context, we should point out it was the wind that did it. It's been a bit blowy on the Isle of Man, hasn't it, Matt? Not kids. Yeah, we're right in in the middle of that storm last week. Yeah, it wasn't a, a fun couple of days. But um, you know, if the satellite dish is the worst thing that happens, we, we can deal with that and get over it. So no problem. I can link you some illegal streams. It'll be fine. Stop. We don't promote illegal activity on this podcast, such as coin selling and whatnot. Um, but there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> we got a new promo to discuss. And um, it's a bit confusing on first take because today is Friday. It's 1.20 p.m. Central U.S. Donk, what do you know about this promo? We know it's versus fire versus ice. A lot of people were expecting skill move weak foot upgrades, but we only got it on two cards, Gabriel Jesus and Pulisic. What do you know about this? Well, to be honest with you, the information was so overwhelming this week that I was trying to piece together all of the actual accurate information because there was so much that others were picking up on and just running with it that that we did. We have seen a lot of fake info. So from my understanding, from what I'd seen from all the promos and advertisements, it, it was clear that the fire and ice were separated by skill moves and weak foot. And it's happened, but like you say, only on a few cards and it doesn't really make a lot of sense because it, they, they've been so vague on it that everyone's been left confused. At this point in time, when we're recording, everyone on social media is confused exactly what Team Fire and Team Ice means. It just seems like they've just thrown these cards out and then just gone, there you go, figure it out yourselves. It's like, well, we don't know. <laughs> It's either that or they have made a mistake and they didn't realise that they haven't updated all of the skill moves or weak foot or, or whatnot. But yeah, I thought it was as black and white as weak foot and skill moves, but clearly that's not the case. Well, they did take the cards out of packs briefly just after dropping them. 
Is that right? That's for, from what I gather. Yeah, on on cer- uh, cer- certain languages, it appears Germany and Portugal mainly. Um, it said that the cards were no longer available in packs. Uh, that was for a brief five to ten minute period. Then it got updated. It's back to normal again now, and it's clear that the cards are back in packs. But the reason why they just went out was unknown and. Yeah, I've not seen any changes since. So <laughs> we they they're probably scrambling and panicking and going, oh, not another one, you know. It's a shambles. Yeah, we didn't get any kind of communication telling people this either. You know, normally they'll they'll say cards have temporarily been pulled, yada yada, so people don't waste their packs when they're opening. Just wonder how many people were opening packs thinking they were in in those packs, and, and indeed they actually weren't. You know, another one. But we'll uh, we'll chalk that up to EA, Steve. What do you think about this promo? Well, this, uh, as Donk said, it's incredibly confusing, isn't it? Nobody really understands exactly what's going on. That's partially down to us all falling hook, line and sinker for all the talk, on, on mainly on Twitter, on social media in general, about what the promo is going to be. Because we were sold this tale that it was all about skill moves and weak foot upgrades. And that's really appealing. You know, this this looked on paper like a fantastic promo. I think everybody was building this weekend up as being one of the, the real red letter Fridays in the in the foot year. And it's just an overwhelming disappointment, isn't it, really? Because it's, it's almost like a repeat of the of the Rule Breakers promo where cards have just got stat upgrades here, there. Um, we've obviously got the freeze cards coming out on Monday, which are going to be different somehow, presumably. But I don't know, this is, in a way, it's a legacy of this uh, this very young, hopefully not very long-lived leak culture that I'm sure we're going to talk a lot more about later on. Yeah, Paul, what do you think about it? Um, I was really excited because today, in my head, I'm thinking we're getting these new cards, five-star skills tonight, five-star week for Monday. And that's not happened, so it's just thrown me off. And I think it's just another screw up. And we, you know, we come here every week and you try and be positive about the game. But here we are again. The main talking point of the week is a is a screw up, and it does seem like a screw up. I think there is confusion here, but I do think that that probably was the intention. What we were all believing were going to happen probably should have happened. Maybe who knows. Nobody's communicated anything yet, so we're still all in the dark. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it does seem like that's kind of how EA likes to operate, you know, with vagueness, confusion, because they can get away with more things if they don't promise anything directly. That's just what I've noticed. Big slice of incompetence as well. Yes, yes, indeed, sir. Matt, what's your take on all this? Yeah, I, I find it all pretty interesting. That the, the, There seems to be a problem in many different industries at the moment in regards to the sort of corporate flow of, of information and the lack of control of it. Like, for instance, I'm into like Apple stuff, and people generally know what's going to come out from Apple when they announce uh, a press event days, weeks, sometimes months before the event rolls around. So by the time it actually arrives, there's little fanfare to be had because people generally already know what to expect with you know, maybe the odd surprise in between. And I generally think that's where we find ourselves now with EA, whereby their communication or, or lack of being able to control the information that flows through their company is so poor that they are scrambling the last minute to try and alter these promos because people know hook, line, and sinker what they're going to be a few days before they actually launch out and then they can't get their shit together in time for like a good Friday release. And I think that's the kind of pattern that we're falling into here. And I have zero blame towards people who were sharing those leaks or obtaining them because everyone would would take the information if it was given to them freely. The issue here that EA has to get their shit together. They've obviously got a very bad corporate culture and they can't keep a lid on their shit. And they need to do something about it because it is it's spoiling this game. I'm sure it's spoiling many other games. Uh, and if they can't maintain the hype train, come on, uh, a Friday, you know, they're in big trouble. And this week of all weeks is particularly bad because from an Xbox and PC gamer's perspective, we've got the Halo Infinite campaign launch. We've got um, Call of Duty Warzone launching their new multiplayer map. There's going to be so much attention taken away from this game from the casual player base that this just adds and confounds to people's reasons to not want to play FIFA at the moment, which is bad for everybody. What about this Pulisic SPC? Paul, tell us about it. Is it too expensive or should we do it? I mean, I'm doing it, obviously. QC. I should probably look at first. <laughs> That'd be ideal. This motherfucker. Market expert, he says. Do you want to come on every week, Donk? <laughs> yeah. 
Paul, you're fired. <laughs> I'll talk about it for as much as I understand it. You've got two versions of the card. According to Footbin, I mean, you know, it's difficult to know who we can trust these days. One's got four-star skills, one's got five-star weak foot. The other one's got five-star skills and four-star weak foot. And that pretty much encapsulates what we were expecting the Primo to be, right? Yeah. So this again adds to the confusion. And to layer in another level of confusion, the Freeze version has got 75 shooting and the Fire version has got 83 shooting. So they've not only messed around with the skill moves and weak foot, they've also manipulated the stats. And it's just it's totally inconsistent. That hasn't been done with, with all the other cards in the promo. So uh, everyone's just here scratching their heads at the minute. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think if we're going to sit here and try to make sense of what EA do, I, I'm starting to think they don't really understand what they're doing. I mean, clearly, but either way, this SBC looks decent price. I mean, it's a 85 rated squad, 84 rated squad, 83 rated squad. But like we talked about in a previous episode, his composure is limited. His composure is 84, which is not ideal for me at this point in the game, but I'm still going to do it. Paul, have you had a chance to look at this SPC? Yeah, I don't know. It is just so confusing because now I'm just looking at this Tagliafico objective. And this is another one, again, where we were expecting to get weak foot and skill move upgrades and they've not done that but they've just messed with uh, the dribbling one's got plus five dribbling one's got minus three defending but the skill according to footman the skill moves and weak foot are the same so it's just yeah it's just baffling well looking at the squad as a whole Dunk, which which of these cards have your eye? I mean, which one of these cards are you looking to get into your team that's that's at a, an affordable price for most people? Because, I mean, most people don't have millions of coins laying around like Paul and probably yourself. But which one of these cards are you looking to get in your squad? Well, this is probably a good time to tell you I don't play the game, isn't it? <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wow. I can explain that, that if you want me to. Sure, absolutely. Um, so, basically, I since FIFA 20... I basically picked up everything. So my content, everything. Uh, if you weren't aware, I've got an Instagram account as well, which is actually bigger than my Twitter. But I do run pretty much mainly content creation over there. And it is really time consuming. That along with Discord, everything that I do. I played FIFA 20 for about two weeks, realized I didn't like the gameplay, so I stopped playing. FIFA 21, exactly the same. I was like, if the gameplay is good, I'll commit. Two weeks later, I stopped playing. And exactly the same for this one as well. It's just not, it's really hard for me to connect to the game on a personal fun level when it's my job, when it's such a a heavy involvement in my job. I pull myself out of it because unfortunately I just can't enjoy it. I 100% see why people do enjoy some aspects of it because I did for years. I played, I think, one and a half thousand games in FIFA 19 on Ultimate Team and then played maybe no more than 100 the next year and I probably haven't played more than 100 since. It's just, yeah, it's really, it's really taken over my, um, my personal love for the game, the job, unfortunately. But I enjoy creating content and engaging with the community more than I do playing it. So that basically, I had to make a choice, and that was that was my choice. So yeah, none of those players are going to be making my squad because I don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally get where you're coming from with the content side and and the community aspect. I mean, that's kind of in a similar boat i'm sure you know steve the same thing with foot academy that's a lot of people don't realize the the work that is involved in content creation and videos and scheduling and stuff like that but i kind of feel like i'm I'm leaning toward doing the same thing that that you've done like this year i've played significantly less fifa this year than i have any other year and mainly it's because of the gameplay the inconsistency and it's just not enjoyable yeah it does seem like it's it's the pay to win factor that's really kind of taken over for me like and I'm not saying that you have to have a great team to win but it certainly helps to have players with higher stats because they feel better they respond better which lead to better results um <laughs> yeah I just I feel like it's it's gotten more and more of, of a gimmick I guess instead of a actual football simulator in a way uh, you can actually it's quite easy to link the whole not playing whilst doing the content creation as well because actually when you turn into a content creator especially for something that I do which is so in depth of pretty much everything in foot I'm deeping into almost every single pocket of, of FIFA Ultimate Team you actually learn things and you discover things and you see things and you're like 
I don't really agree with that. Actually, you you see it from a different perspective. You can't. I, it would be impossible for me to get hooked onto FIFA packs because I see them clear as day. But people that are involved and in playing it casually can easily get hooked because they don't see it the same way that I see it. I'm always seeing it, so it's not like I have the chance to get hooked. I just see it black and white. It's just it's worthless. Don't <laughs> don't spend your money on it. Yeah. It's it's as simple as that for me, but it's not like that for everyone else, which is understandable. But I think that's why I don't play it as well. Yeah, and I think there's probably more out there than you realize. You know, there's a lot of people, content creators, that probably don't play the game near as much as they lead on to. No, you know, yeah, absolutely. Just like myself, like I didn't know you didn't play the game. I just assumed you did based on how much information you have and how you're always <laughs> yeah. in the know. So I want to talk about something that everybody's been asking about. Maybe you can share some some insight into this, but we did see a bunch of new packs coming into the code overnight, and it looks like icon swaps. Do we know if that's true or not? Uh, from what I know, that is true. They are, Most of those will be pretty much for the swaps. When exactly, I'm not sure. Prime icons, uh, weirdly today, it, uh, like I think it's like 20 to 6, they got refreshed again, and... I don't know how to explain that, but we've got a we've got something that basically that pings me when something changes that I should know about. Um, and it came up, and it was really weird. I went and checked the database, and all the prime icons are there for searching, etc. Um, and it appeared like they were basically ready to go in packs, as if they were last year, because they came in packs half an hour before 6pm last year, so it kind of made sense. But um, I had taken a look on the market, and I don't see any. So whether that's waiting for icon swaps to come out, or I don't know, but they are ready to come. So it's just a matter of when and, and not if. But from my understanding, this versus promo ends next Friday. Am I correct in that? I think so, yeah. I think cards go out of packs on, on Friday, don't they? Yeah, they go out of packs the 17th, yeah. It, it doesn't make sense for me then not to be a promo between the 17th across Christmas. To me, a freeze promo would be extended. So what I'm actually thinking is there's something else coming on Friday, maybe a big promo team that's just set and, and stand. Maybe that's the real freeze and this is just the, the build-up possibly to it. Um, and then we'll get swaps or something like that. I'm personally expecting icon content next Friday, whether that be primes or swaps, but it, it can't be far away now, that's that's for sure. But it does seem, it is a bit weird how that this is a very shortened promo. I'll be very surprised if there's nothing extra to lead us on past Friday. As far as swaps go, I mean, there's 12 and a half days left of season two. I just don't see them releasing icon swaps with 12 days left in a season. I mean, typically they do that at the beginning of a new season. So maybe we'll get it for season three. Yeah, which is later than usual. Yeah, yeah, that is later. But uh, you, again, you may sense there with the with the the season ending, it would make more sense for it to come at the start of the new season because then they'll probably incorporate some of that season with icon swaps. You know, so yeah. if it isn't next week, um, it's probably not very far after that with the new season launching. Maybe the Monday following or something like that. But yeah. Yeah, it does make more sense to come in that next season. Well, what about the uh, the rest of the market? You know, Steve, you mentioned to me in DMs yesterday that mid-icons just tanked big time uh, over the last, what, 48 hours or so. I've been eyeing a couple of cards. I finally pulled the trigger on, uh, I'm probably going to mess this up, Abadie Pele. I bought him for just at 600K and he's continuing to fall, but the market itself seems to be sinking is this a direct reflection of primes or is just a culmination of primes and an unknown promo? What do you think? Cause you're, you're kind of a, a trader nowadays, Steve. I'm not, I, I made it, I got lucky a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'd feel much more comfortable with Paul or Donk answering this. I think it'd be a better value answer for the listeners. Put it that way. I know my limits. What do you think, Donk? Um, I can tell you pretty much confidently what it is, <laughs> but it just happens every year. It's that December unknown unknownness, basically, of we're so close to team of the year now where people start thinking, oh, that crash is going to come. So what they do is they slowly offload their teams throughout December. You've got that mixed up with a, with a whole load of SBCs. We'll have more SBCs this month than we've ever had before in the game, as you know. Freeze is obviously a popular one with, with SBCs and we'll have icon swaps. There's just so much content coming that people are just not buying teams. Um, you're just not, you're seeing a massive, massive lack of demand. And that's what it is. Pack, you comply, you, you combine that with um, 
the panic side of it of the primes are coming, swaps are coming, team of the year is coming, and you basically get a, just a, con, a consistent downfall. The price you think is cheap is probably not cheap at all. It's probably going to be cheaper in two to three weeks. You know, that's just unfortunately that's 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 just the market and the way that the game goes. Yeah, considering the content level this year, it's 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 harder than ever for cards to stay up essentially you've seen that with golds haven't you this year i mean there's like six golds left that are worth more than 100k and we're not even at team of the year yet yeah that's insane i mean mbappe's he's been one of the the ones that have held his value the most from start to finish i mean he he's still right now he's at 1.3 million and he's been pretty consistent right around that point the rest of the market's sinking and he's he's holding fast right there so it just tells you how important a card like that is if his price isn't falling relative to the market but your top ends will always hold like that yeah. yeah, you've got those those just few players, but anything underneath that people will even have a slight doubt of is just gone. <laughs> Mbappe will have yep. his time as well, unfortunately. That gold card, and it will be a it'll be a shock factor drop as well. So it'll be a massive, you know, probably twenty five percent to thirty five percent drop easy, just like that. They're just in it in, in a flash, you know. It's crazy how some of these cards do that. People talk about it, and it looks really bad, but it, it just seems like sometimes a tinfoil hat is on right here, but. <laughs> You know, Paul pointed this out a few times recently, and I noticed it too. But like certain cards, you'll see them just drop drastically all of a sudden. It just looks like they've they've been hit with a massive supply run. Do we think that this is just people panic selling and it just feeding off of each other, or if this is something EA does to try to regulate the market? Um, I do think it's it's mainly the community um, reacting uh, like a chain reaction, essentially. Um, especially some cards is worse than others because. Obviously, there's a lot of things that we don't see. When you're in your own community bubble, uh, so for me, as an example, I'm, I'm, I only really follow the English-speaking community, etc. You don't actually know a lot that goes on outside of that. A German YouTuber that could be massive could have said something or anything. Anything could have happened, you don't know. And thousands of people could have seen that. And then once they have, that these drops do happen. I don't think that they would purposely EA um, do anything like that on the market sometimes it's been a bit too coincidental The in FIFA 15 we had uh, loads of Pele's just appear at once out of absolutely nowhere and I- I've been on the market for many many years and I can tell you that's never happened ever again since or before so, so there are moments like that i'm just like mm, that's a bit dodgy but yeah overall i don't think they really mess around with it too much um it is very tinfoil hat sort of thing to speak about but <laughs> they've definitely done it before yeah. but for in, in these occasions i do think it's just chain reaction of panic yeah and often it'll happen boy, when there's you know loads of people like you say you don't always know what's going on outside your bubble but somebody could have invest told somebody to invest in a load of cards and you see it all the time masses and masses of a certain card listed with two or three owners no games played and it's you know it's obviously come from from somewhere or a group of people that have all put that card on the market and it all seems to go at the same time and that has a it is, it is and now we're starting to see that effect actually more so than ever because it is more viral trading is so mainstream now compared to where it was even two years ago it's insane tiktok's a massive factor if you have if you've seen that that's just a next level it's honestly unreal i can believe it some of the videos that are going out on there sending direct investments to people these videos have got like 150k likes so god knows what the views are on them cards you know tripling quadding in value in like an hour because they've told publicly to buy these cards and then you've got trading discords free trading discords i know a lot of people go to that patreon route and they're like ah oh, patreon ruining the game and controlling the market and what people don't understand is we're actually such a small percentage of even the trading community we really do not have that effect <laughs> some people again it's that bubble bubble feeling if you actually look outside of the bubble you realize how small your bubble is and actually oh no we probably don't have that much market effect at all because there's millions of players but there's free trading discords with over fifty thousand members so you tell me which which are the ones that are affecting the market if you're looking yeah. looking in that sort of direction you know yeah people just want somebody to blame that's just the nature of it um oh yeah, absolutely absolutely the most popular ones are the easiest targets so they are indeed <laughs> yeah, I mean that says something. I mean, if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. You know what I mean? No, no. Or you're just really nice. One of them. <laughs> yeah. Or both. 
Let's get into something a little bit different here. I want to talk about the whole leak aspect and how this came to be. When did you get involved with the leak game? Because it seems like, in my opinion, just as a consumer of content and podcast producer, it seems like a lot of these, quote, leakers are just obsessed with the clout and they want the the following and they want the you know the tweets the likes the retweets because most of the stuff these guys put out is it's not real it's not it's not true content you know it's not true numbers you know we were talking about it when we brought you into the pod all of your leaks so far have been 100% card ratings players and a lot of your bigger ones your your bigger quote leakers were wrong i mean i looked at them and these guys have a massive following and they're claiming to do the work of the people. I just, I, I'm wondering if people are actually 100% aware of what's happened this week because not everybody will have been all the way across social media. So just thought it might be handy to recap what's actually happened, which is basically that uh, leaks, which were once the property almost of, of paid discords, have been made public by one person in particular, Diamond Duck Quack. Uh, had a bunch of leaks and decided that uh, that he wanted to make it a level playing field for everybody and he'd make the leaks publicly available. At least that was his uh, his stated reason for doing it. Um, although I think he did mention that he wanted some of the clout and, and following as well. I think he was quite <laughs> upfront about that. So, yeah, that's the situation that we're in as as we record this. Yeah, and and I was kind of alluding to that a while ago, but a lot of the stuff he leaked... While the players were correct, the card ratings were not. So what's the real purpose? Why is he really doing this? Because to me, he's putting out bullshit. <laughs> we have to say as well that our current guest, uh, his leaks, he pretty much nailed them altogether. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. There's something um, to consider here, and maybe Donk will come in and, and either correct me or, or possibly agree, but I think it's very unusual in any of these industries where leaks are a prevalent thing for anyone to get anywhere near 100% accuracy on them. And that can either be deliberately or just happens to be the case. Now, if you're someone who makes an income out of leaks, you think anyone's going to give a shit if your accuracy rating's 80% that the other 20 you're using stuff to stir up hype to mm-hmm. you know, really draw in people? to get them excited, to get them to follow you on social media and all that stuff, 80% is still an incredibly accurate amount of information for people to back you for. And they're not going to go, well, I'm not going to trust that guy because one time out of five he's wrong. That's still absolutely incredible. Uh, Donk, is there anything you want to sort of add to that? Um, Well, yeah, I suppose it's pretty good, 80%. You could go higher. You should go higher, to be honest with you. (laughs) They are... The the being wrong thing, I get, I do understand it. Um, it's not, you know, sometimes information can get changed or not uh, interpreted the way that you've read it or something is maybe different. But I, the leak thing is very, it's 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 a, it's a tough one. It really is. Um, I know a lot of people really, really uh, are open about it now, more than ever so, as you've probably seen. Um, I think we even had the Player of the Month requirements leak today, which is, for me, is pretty crazy. That's There's quite, there's levels to leaks, and that's pretty much as, as high as you get. Knowing the requirements is... is it's huge. It is. It is. And it's only huge because you have to understand who you're talking to to be able to obtain that information. Requirements do not get sent out to third party websites or partners or things like that, which is actually how most leaks come about uh, is basically a promo image that gets sent to a company to release pre uh, at 6 p.m. Sorry, but they'll get sent it in advance to say, look, this is your embargo, etc. And that's essentially how most leaks come about because someone who has received that, has saw that on their screen, has then told somebody else or told their close friend who creates or whatever, and then uh, they proceed from there. But to know the SBC requirements is absolutely insane. And it has me a little bit worried as well. These really in-depth leaks don't tend to happen very often for a long period of time. Eventually, they will be caught because it's such an, uh, a unique and specific thing being leaked. When they catch on to that, <laughs> there's probably they they'll probably know on they probably count in their hand how many people will know that information. So they'll go to number one, they'll go two, and they'll just track it. And eventually, if they find them, they're gone. That's the concern in part it is someone's job on the line and people have 
have lost their jobs. Multiple people have lost their jobs across the years because of it. Team of the Week was a massive one. Massive, massive, massive one. At least four or five people, I believe, got consequences for essentially just sharing the image because they didn't crop their name out of the save file. (laughs) And whoever they sent it to didn't bother looking, just sent the image as it was. Name was out there and goodbye contract, you know. Mm. So where where could it come from then? Who would have access to that information about the requirements for the Vinicius? Uh, In-house developers. So someone at EA is talking to someone externally someone who has control and the ability to view the in-game menus and what the content is being decided on that is the circle so it's close (laughs) which is why it's so concerning Um, it's also the same actually with the promo info that's come out we knew about freeze and fire way before and a lot of the details of that to know that Pulisic was an SBC with two different versions and each one had a different weak foot or skill move is pretty in-depth leaks, you know? These things don't particularly get sent out to third parties until at least the same day, not a week before. So basically what my understanding is someone's in contact with a live developer at the HQ that makes FIFA. That would make sense. So so what you're saying is basically that there's somebody who's got a good job with EA Sports, yeah, working on the FIFA game, presumably on a decent salary, yeah, risking it all for the sake of getting these leaks out, right? Uh, essentially, yeah. But then it, it makes you question: Are if they're doing this for free? I have no idea why they're doing it. I seems hard to believe, doesn't it, that they're doing it for free? I can't. Yeah, I can't process that because that's you giving up your life essentially for nothing just to tell someone else so they can benefit for leaks. <laughs> but have you ever heard of people paying for them? I have, yeah, a few times, a few times. Yeah. yeah. It is it's definitely out there, just like it is on the payment for the icons to be sent to yeah. your account, if you remember. <laughs> mm. How how much? Have you heard numbers? Not press not numbers, no. Um but if I'm honest with you, yeah. if someone's got information that deep to, to SBC requirements, uh, poof, what just put your number on it, you know, you decide how much you want to charge for that because you'll find a buyer somewhere. This takes it to a whole new level, doesn't it? It's an EA just sat back now thinking, oh shit, our video requirements <laughs> got leaked. Monday morning, some questions are going to be asked out there, and somebody's in for a fucking um, <laughs> to put in layman's terms. Wow. Somebody's. Yeah, well, you know, somebody's going into work on Monday. <laughs> somebody's in for a fucking. Somebody's going into work on Monday, and they're going to be nervous. Um, I would expect so. Yeah, and the pro- to honest with you, if whoever maybe maybe they see and hear me talking, they'll probably be more nervous because they realise actually <laughs> it's pretty easy to nail down who's done that because the third parties aren't getting SBC requirements. <laughs> like- this all sounds. Very, very unprofessional, Donk, and I'm, I'm sure you would agree on that. Mm-hmm. What is it you think that attracts a certain mind to get, you know, a, a reasonably high-powered position in EA, or perhaps even a lower one, where they've got some access to information, where they're prepared to sort of put their career on the line for something so trivial, presumably, because it seems almost like there's going to be a lot of people who go into EA, particularly to work on Ultimate Team. They're probably fans of the game. They're maybe consumed a little bit by the hype or the kudos they get from getting this information out. Perhaps I don't know. I don't understand that mentality where you'd be prepared to really risk fucking up your career, quite frankly, just to, you know, get a little bit of titillation of getting some information out to the community. Um, Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. If I'm honest with you, mate, I do not understand it. It, I don't understand why someone would, would give someone else that information for them to benefit. And you to benefit nothing. How does it get circulated around the trading community then, Donk? Because Yeah, that's the curious thing. It obviously does. Do people just steal it? Yeah, is it just freely distributed around there? How does it how does it sort of circulate? From what I can gather, certain creators are in contact with certain people that know someone else. I don't know. There must be, obviously, now there's someone in the inside that's talking directly to whoever because it's it, the information is really sensitive that's getting out there. So, 
I, it's really hard actually to get even to get my head wrapped around all of it but it it circles mainly from discord if believe it or not i see in because it's so easily taken and just spread it it's impossible to find actually who first shared it i know people go on on twitter of he's posted it first so it must be from him but a lot from what you see on twitter is old information the player stats that came out on Twitter the other day is old information. I'd seen it all on Discord hours and hours before because it just gets taken and spread. That's why that's where you get fake information as well because they've not checked the reliability. It's just spread and spread and then it just ends up somewhere. Believe it or not, it's really weird. And I don't even know why I know this, but the there's a Polish community on Facebook that has more leaks than I've ever seen anywhere else. And... I have no idea where where any of it come from, but I went back and checked it. This is after it all happened. I was like, what? I was like, this is really weird. Like, they actually got everything spot on, but it's just impossible to know where any of that came from. But that's another thing. Leaks are, are coming from different language spoken communities, and if you aren't that spoken language, you aren't going to know. Hey, you're going to look at that tweet and or, or, or that Facebook post, and you aren't particularly going to pick up that that's a leak because you don't understand the language. That's actually where a lot of it comes from. The, the whole problem is a lot deeper than it seems. It's not just one or two accounts that just know stuff and they're tweeting out. It's probably hundreds, if I'm honest with you, hundreds. So it's as simple as basically then somebody, somebody gets that information first, They've got a private Discord, they share it with their members, and then their members leak it, and that's how it sort of goes viral, I guess, yeah? It's pretty much the concept, yeah. That's where it stems yeah. from. If it's not Discord, it's something else. It's pretty much that, which is why it's so hard. I have taken a bit of a step back, if I'm honest with you, with the whole leak situation in terms of being so open with what I know really early. I tend to like to wait a little bit closer I prefer not to drop everything if I can, but again, sometimes if once you've seen the information elsewhere, you're like it's just going to get out, so I've got to report it. That's what I like to say that I am more of a reporter of of it than I am someone that is directly giving it out. Like I wouldn't have ever tweeted the requirements today for Vinny if I'd known and no no one else did know it. I wouldn't have tweeted it because to me. It's not really necessarily important to give out as information. You can live without knowing that. Two, it's so sensitive. I'd just be so. I'm just so careful. I just think outside. Someone is probably going to lose their job if this is tweeted. <laughs> like it, to put it bluntly, I'll be surprised if these if these leaks continue past team of the year because it's it's at a point again where it's too much. We've had it in the years gone where it, it got to this high and then died down for a little bit. I don't know if you've noticed that, but certain promos don't get leaked at all. Yeah. Whilst others get leaked from minute one a week before. So it's, it's very inconsistent. But again, it's probably people losing their jobs, unfortunately. Do you think this leaked, following on from that, do you think this leaked genius can ever go back in the bottle where a Friday comes round and we're hyped because we don't know what's coming? Or do you think those days are long gone? Am I just is it just wishful thinking? No, I think I I I don't think it's impossible. I think it can happen, but it'll only happen if um if they change the way that that they deliver the content. Recently, they have stopped sending them to certain publishers and have stopped sending them so early as well to others. What I think they're trying to do is figure out how they can still give these posts, etc., sensitive information outside of EA to other third-party websites and partners and things like that without it just getting leaked straight away. So whether they're trying to find the rats or whatever they're looking for, I don't know. But I think it's possible, but at the minute, it's not very likely. It's not very likely only because it's got worse this year over the months. It's actually developed from knowing all the names to knowing all the stats to knowing everything like you know eventually it's going to be so we're going to know exactly who the EA devs are and what they have for dinner that's what it's going to be like so (laughs) (laughs) there's only so far it can go but uh, don't be surprised if it if it if it goes quiet again because this is how people lose their sources is because they talk so freely about information that's so easy to pinpoint where it comes from well, just another point to add there as well is that based on the model that we've just discussed of, of how these things get out there, you've got to presume that a lot of people had this information, that a lot of people knew what the SBC requirements would be 
and they made that judgment call for various reasons, maybe because they didn't want to kill the goose that laid the golden egg or whatever the phrase is. And they decided not to tweet it. And, you know, again, our, our friend Duck, he, he took it upon himself to actually put it out there, presumably on his drive to, to get more clout, as he calls it. <laughs> and yeah, you, you've got to wonder where where do people draw the line in terms of responsibility? Because that's what's going to end up happening, isn't it? They are going to kill the duck that laid the golden egg. Essentially, yeah. No pun intended, no? Goose, chicken, turkey, I don't know. To be fair to Doug, he's been transparent and he's said that he is doing it for the clown. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Um, it's 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 plain as as plain as day, isn't it? it yeah. There's no there's not one single person that puts out a leak that is doing it for the community. I promise you. I think as well we spoke about Doug. To his credit, he's only just started with these leaks. I think if he continues with them, he'll probably change how he does things. Maybe. If it is just for clout, you know, I think if I had this information, I would put it out there. I'd probably just throw it all out there and realise that I'd made a few mistakes. It's such a difficult subject because it is so loved by some, hated by others. And I absolutely hate leaks. I've said this on the pod in the past. I absolutely hate leaks. They drive me mental. But people love it. Like all these accounts that I get in, you know, I saw one this week that had 30,000 followers in a couple of weeks, all from leaks. Um, well, ever that continue, people are going to continue to do it. And I, it drives me insane. Uh, yeah, it can't be like that. I, I, I know I fall into that category somewhat, but I, I, I still think that the way I do it is a little bit different to everyone else. I try and just be open, transparent, clear, precise about what I'm saying Oh, you don't see me asking for retweets and likes on every post because um, I gen- it genuinely doesn't bother me. I'm just posting it because I know that a lot of my followers will be interested with the information that I'm about to share. I couldn't really care if they liked or retweeted it because that doesn't motivate me. It doesn't actually strive me. The numbers to me don't matter. I just love reporting on the news and, and interacting and, and that's just what I've always done. But if you go on my Instagram, it's very different. I don't really share any if all went leaks on there i have a little bit recently of just some concept designs of um the politic sbc and things like that but on my instagram is mainly content creation and i'm a lot i'm a lot bigger than there than i am on twitter so it shows you exactly what people should be doing and and what should drive them but obviously the leak game is a quick access to a big following which people think is the answer in reality it's not because as soon as you stop getting leaks which loads of different accounts have um you stop growing your followers are no longer actually followers they're ghost followers and you're exactly where you was before you started leaking so my advice and it had people have approached me that these so-called newer leakers have approached me with advice because they they know once it's over, it's going to be over for them. They are a one-trick pony. So, yeah. Uh, yeah that's that has to come from experience, doesn't it? Like, like you've done, you know, it comes from making mistakes along the way, seeing that that's not the right way to do it, that's the right way to do it. And, you know, like yeah. you say, you're, yeah. you can see that you're very sort of careful about what you put out there and what you don't put out there you know it's and that that does come from experience more often than not yeah there's a lot i don't tweet because i just don't feel i don't know how to explain it but it's a feeling i get when i type it out and i'm like i shouldn't tweet that i should i just i just don't um it's it's very very strange but maybe that does come with experience as well so everyone everyone else will just tweet everything as much as they can get it out spam 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 and that's where I think a lot of people got fed up this week because you're seeing like 20 tweets an hour of just the whole promo and you're like, oh, well, that's boring, isn't it, really? Yeah. We know everything. My feed's just this one guy and I'm fed up of it. I can completely understand it. Well, we've got quite a few questions. I want to run through these real quick. I know we kind of went a little long there, but it was that was a lot of good info and good content. Really interesting. The perspective that I've just gained from listening to what you had to say about it was, was eye-opening. and. Um, change the way I'm thinking about this as well in many aspects. But first question we have is from MPFC in the discord. And he asks, are EA leaking this stuff on purpose to generate hype? What do you think, Don? No, no. Um, to, to put it simply, no, because I know that it's easy to see it that way, but I can assure you it's not. With this amount of detail, it's, you're, not, you're not generating hype. You're just getting detailed information. You're basically releasing the promo. Yeah, and basically, I I can I can basically confirm to you that it's not simply because I've spoken to a few people 
who are in positions to know how they feel about it and it's not good. Yeah. It's maybe where I took a step back when I learned some of that. I was like, it's probably for the best to just tone it down a little bit. You got to realize what you're actually doing is it's leaking sensitive information that isn't shouldn't be available to the public. And they see it exactly that same way. They want all the hype on their socials. They don't mind content creation and things like that. But people leaking early, etc., is taking away hype that's, that's gathered from their 6 p.m. tweets, their posts on Instagram. It's taken away because we already know. So why would we interact with it? It's not a surprise. There's no hype. And honestly, as <laughs> it's going to sound weird because obviously I do share the information um, when I hear it or see it or report it. But the game and everything would be a much better place without leaks. But unfortunately, it is a massive part that you cannot avoid. I cannot avoid it because I am a reporter of all things FIFA Ultimate Team. So if something new has come out, I'm going to report it. But I wish that it wasn't there to report if that makes sense, yeah. because I feel like the, the health and the state of the game is at a higher place. But it's not a case of people go, well, just don't tweet it then. But if I don't speak of it, someone else will. So it doesn't really, it's not solving the problem. The problem is coming from there being leaks, you know? Yeah. Can I just direct us to a question that's been asked by our old friend George Cook here, because I think it follows on quite nicely. He's asked, in your opinion, Donk, I guess, in your opinion, do leakers leak to manipulate the market? as every single leaker runs a trading patron? Um, not every single leaker does for a start, but mm. most do. So I can see why you might think that. However, I can pretty much assure you when you see it on Twitter, it's probably on there before it is in a lot of these paid discords. Um, right. Weirdly enough, you know, the, the whole I want clout thing doesn't rhyme with the whole I want to sell them thing. So I think even Duck came out today and was like that this is on Twitter before it is in the Discord. So don't feel like you need to sign up because of that reason. So the yeah the I don't think it's anything to do with manipulating per se. Yeah, I I I I I wouldn't link those two things together. The information's already way out there before, or if not, pretty much the same time you see it in the groups. Apart from perhaps that one guy who's paying presumably thousands of dollars to get the information. Yeah. The, uh, the, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so um, Nicky Hotsticks has a, a team question. He says, you have 5 million coins and you've already got your two favorite strikers. What do you do with the rest of the budget? Sell your cards. <laughs> Sell your coins. No, um, <laughs> hasn't Donk got a link so, where you get a discount, I think, actually? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I would do if I had that, just go enjoy some icons that you want to use, play about with your team. Just don't trade too many. You might get a market ban. Um, let's see. You don't want my answer? Mm-mm. FIFA Metalhead okay. asks, do you think... Fuck you. <laughs> you can answer this next one. FIFA Metalhead asks, do you think base and mid-icon prices will bounce back next week, Steve? Probably. Is that your final answer? Yeah. All right. Paul, give us a real answer. I don't, stop asking me trading questions. I don't know anything about it. Look, you called yourself a trader last week. You came back out. It was, it was an accident. Paul, will they bounce back? Uh, some of them might do a little bit because some were really, really low today. But I imagine they still stay quite low. I think it depends on what we see for icon swaps in roughly, what, 12 days' time, did we say? I bought a few base icons today thinking that we might get primes tonight. And... Some of those bases might go out of packs, but we didn't, so oh well. But I knew that risk when I would buy them. Yeah, I wanna I wanna address one question here from Martin P. He asked, Why do you guys ruin the game with your leaks? See, this is the exact type of target response that, that we talked about. You see it on Twitter all the time. You know, <laughs> Evil man. Yes. You're th- it's usually me. You're out typing that thing. We'll see that, that that's the easy target, right? Is to, to go after the people is, who are leaking it. Is, it. But it the is. real culprit in these leaks is EA. But nobody wants to hold them accountable because they can't directly talk to anybody from EA. So you're basically talking to a ghost. But that's the the, the real culprit is, is EA. You have irresponsible employees, no oversight, no repercussions for actions. And like you said, some people did get fired. And that's good. If you're leaking shit about your job, like if I were to go to work and leak some of our proprietary information to other people, I'd be fired. Hell, I can go to jail. So I just, (laughs) I don't, I don't see how people come after the leakers. Like it's, it's, of course you're going to want to hear it. If you hear about anything in the news and in life, you're going to want to hear about it because you're not supposed to hear about it. So it's provocative. You know, I, I just, 
we don't don't target the leakers is all I'm saying. If the, I mean, if they're putting the information out there, target the source. It's this human nature, isn't it? That if you've got it's, it's human nature, it's like gossip, isn't it? Almost, you know, people generally, not always, people generally tend to be bad keepers of secrets, don't they? There's, there's always somebody yeah. that gets told it somewhere. And it's just, sure. you know, I don't want to put words into Donk's mouth here. I'm sure he's going to give us a more comprehensive answer. But as you've said, it's, it's far too easy to just point the fingers at, at it's like tall poppy syndrome, isn't it? The, the ones that stand up the highest are the ones that get cut down first. Can I come in on this one real quick? Because I've got a slightly different slant on this that's very important. Of course, we're, we're, we're talking about market, most related stuff, promo stuff. It's quite material. No one's going to be adversely affected if they don't have this information, but it's profitable if they do. But you can't go after leakers for sharing important information because they're not just leaking market stuff. They're yeah. also whistleblowers. If Righteous Onyx yep. hadn't leaked Chemgate in 2016, we would still be playing with informs that had no improvement over their base cards. That's what you've got to consider how important it is that people, once they get hold of this information, they should still share it in a responsible manner, but it does need to get out there because it's the only way you can hold EA to account generally when they fuck up. <laughs> and that's not just the market, it's everything. So you should be happy generally that people are bringing this information to the masses because EA would love nothing more for it to quietly go under the carpet and then continue to basically hoover up billions of dollars off you every year so give them a little bit of credit where it's due yeah 100 percent. you're talking about bringing shit to light matt this this latest development with ea help basically giving away personal details to accounts of top 100 traders then these people would go and hack their accounts steal their coins and in some cases these players would then receive a transfer ban a market ban so this is the new thing uh soliciting ea help for false information to steal accounts and steal coins. This is something that needs to be brought to light. This is not acceptable. This is beyond leaks. This is a violation of personal information. I mean, you're talking about giving away emails, addresses, birth dates. This is a legal issue. What do you think about it, Matt? Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, if this sort of stuff happened in the UK, I, I know that that company's share price would go through the floor overnight. Um, why it doesn't do for a, ca a Canadian-based company, I, I don't really understand. But the sanctity of people's personal data is the absolute most important thing that any company can be held responsible for uh, in most instances. And if it turns out that EA are failing to comply with data protection laws, whatever they happen to be in Canada or wherever they're operating out of, they're in deep shit. Uh, and that will put all this leak stuff firmly on the back burner because it, that's nowhere near as important as uh, their responsibility of people's personal data. Trust me on that one. It, it could literally break their company and certainly cost people a lot of jobs at the highest executive level. One of the biggest guys is in the EU and it's taken, like you say, it's taken very, very seriously in the EU and I think this will not be the end of this. Somebody will they'll definitely be getting to the bottom of this because it's, it is, it's absolutely massive you know and i think he had 150 million coins i don't know how many they actually took uh the main one but like the financial the the monetary value of that is is mad and yeah somebody's i won't say for a fucking again but somebody's in trouble mm. what well, it'll take is a few very very pissed off customers to start charging back their credit cards for transactions they've made for banks to start getting involved police to start getting involved and then things really get pretty kooky for ea so whether it's the case so far that most of these people affect are traders so they haven't actually spent money so the alert for lack of a better word hasn't really hit severe levels yet but once they start getting people's details of people who've spent significant amount of money i just want to do a quick call back to nikki hotsticks this question here actually and i'll tell you the answer that i was going to give because it does tie in with this if you have five million coins kicking around spare what i strongly recommend you do is go heavily unassigned on 83s because while it won't actually protect your account it will make life almost unbearable for the person who hacks you when they have to get you out of unassigned by selling all the 83s so that's my top tip you're welcome good luck getting out of that that's a yeah. pretty good tip to be fair yeah I wouldn't dream Oof. how long would it take to offload 5 million worth 83s holy shit so long uh, you, may, you may as well just not bother 
Forget two-factor oh, authentication. That's the way ahead. You say that, but a lot of these, I, I mean, I saw screenshots of what they talked about with EA Help and the questions that these hackers were using, it completely bypassed two-factor authentication. So that that's another concern. That's supposedly the, the holy grail of protecting your account. Make sure you have two, uh, 2FA turned on. It's like, okay, well, I still got hacked. And you're seeing it more and more. But we all know how EA Help are. I mean, they, half of them don't speak the language that you're speaking. It's always robotic responses. It's almost as if you're speaking to a robot. But And maybe you are. I don't know. Calling it EA Help, is it's almost Orwellian newspeak, isn't it, really? I, I don't know what the opposite of help is. What, what is the opposite of help? But that, that's what it should be called. They must have just outsourced this stuff to the cheapest buyer. Hmm. I, I don't understand their customer service is, is like the worst I've ever seen in any company. But At AI hindrance, that, that'd be it, wouldn't it, I guess. Popple has a question. He says, is it okay to prepare reindeer tenderloin a week before Christmas? And if yes, how should it be cooked? Rare. Yeah. That's the most Norwegian question we've ever been asked. That's that's your ballpark, surely, Hunter. Marinated in Allegro, which is a, it's like a Worcestershire Worcestershire. Say it again. Sauce. Say it again. Keep saying yeah. it. I could listen to you say that all night. No, fuck off. Um, marinate it let, <laughs> let it come down to room temperature before you put it on get it really really hot put it on your grill about two minutes each side take it off let it sit for five then you're good you don't want to overcook a tenderloin that, that's a waste especially a reindeer tenderloin alright well Dunk, thanks for coming on this week this has been one of my favorite podcasts that we've done this year yeah. it's very informative good information it's stuff that the community needs to hear and, and we need to put uh, we need to put people on notice and I think this is a step in the right direction. Really appreciate it. Oh, so it's been a pleasure to come on. As you know, I quite enjoy my podcast. It allows me to talk a little bit more openly with um, with things rather than having the character limit. But yeah, it's been a pleasure to come on here and speak to you chaps. Come back. Yeah. Well, where can the people follow you on your social media accounts? Uh, they can follow me on Twitter at Donk Trading, on my Instagram at Foot Donk. And that's pretty much my main two that I, I won't bother telling you to go and follow me on Twitch. I don't really stream. <laughs> I haven't really got time. But um, yeah, there's two main two main bases for me where you can find me. Well, you've got a Patreon as well, right? I do have a trading Patreon as well. What can people expect to find there and where can they find it? Well, they can expect to find uh, an amazing community, essentially, is what we tried to build up, but with um, all-round help and foot and mainly focusing on uh, leaks aren't really a part of it believe it or not um, <laughs> I do like to talk to people in there but you can't share information privately like that without it getting out in, without it getting right. out publicly um, so yeah but yeah you can find me on there if you're interested in trading or sort of learning to develop your trading trading skills um, you can find me on Patreon uh, it's just my handle again uh, foot donk so yeah that's, that's pretty much it all sounds good really appreciate it Paul, where can they find you on social? Right foot on Twitter and Twitch W R I G H F U T. Right fucking foot. <laughs> Don't cringe, Steve. <laughs> you fucking started this. Paul looks disgusted. But I just wanted to say he looks I just wanted absolutely to say this, fucking disgusted right now. <laughs> this podcast has been fascinating. Um, it really has. It's been really interesting. Thank you, Donk. Yeah. <laughs> it's, my, it's been my pleasure I like I do like talking like this because I don't often get to enough and a lot of people don't really know me per se like that because I am just a, a guy on on the internet with with a orange logo you know that's pretty much everyone knows me as Donk and not who I actually am and what I actually know. So yeah it's been it's been really pleasurable to, to share it. Yeah well you're welcome back on anytime you want man. Matt good to have you back man where can they follow you on on the social yeah, at Lando Matt on Twitter at the moment. It's the best place to get hold of me. And again, just like to extend my, my thanks to Don. That was a really uh, interesting, insightful chat, mate. And uh, yeah, it'd be cool to have you back sometime. Yeah, I'm happy to come back on. Sweet. Steve. Mm, what? You know the deal. At the foot coach. Twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash foot coach. Patreon.com forward slash foot academy. Exciting times for the Patreon, actually. We've got a new set of uh, how-to-play tactics going in there over the weekend. Started out as, as being a kind of Leicester City guide, really, uh, based on counter-attacking. And then I became slightly distracted and somewhat obsessed with, with Atalanta and Gasparini and the way he sets up the 3-4-1-2. So, yeah, that's going to drop for all Patreon supporters probably tomorrow. It's Friday today, I would expect tomorrow. 
and it's fun it's it's a hell of a lot of fun and it's solid i've used it yeah it's got a lot of firepower of course yeah it's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, very explosive a lot of goals i want that you may have it matt <laughs> consider it done all right well you can follow me on twitter at the foot hunter the underscore foot underscore hunter you can follow us on twitter the show at footballers pod with a z follow us on twitch twitch.tv forward slash footballers pod thank you everybody for tuning in thanks again don for coming on we'll catch you guys next time see ya sports social podcast network